0: Welcome to the TB Toycast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need. Another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk
1: about toys. Enjoy the show! (laughs) Ladies
0: and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TV Toy Cast. My name is Brian. Joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, are you ready to talk some toys?
1: I am, but for some reason, I feel like Road Dog. all of a sudden. Pardon me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the TV Toy Cast proudly brings to you its Tag Team Champions of the World I don't even know. I've got a nickname like The Breaker, Brian Breaker, Uncle T Bag, Travis Fowler. (laughs) What's our name? Anyway, yeah. No,
0: I I, hate that. I mean, that great stuff right there. I mean, people are definitely not tuning out immediately.
1: No, uh, you know, one day I know that uh, a lot of my Sardos friends and a couple listeners know about the old Uncle T Bag. Uh, but that is a name that I was given about twelve years ago. So
0: it, it, keep now, it, cherish it. It's a great one. You need a T-shirt.
1: It. Uh, oh yeah, Uncle Teabag. Like it, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't like I, I couldn't be cool like Uncle Jesse, but I was uh, Uncle Teabag. So
0: well, uh, we all start. You know, Uncle Jesse was originally supposed to be Uncle Adam. I don't know if you know that, but he his pitch to uh, Jeff Franklin, who did Full House, was Did you know that Elvis had a twin brother? And he's like, I didn't know that. He goes, well, he died at childbirth. He's like, Oh really? And he goes, and his brother's name was Jesse. I would like to be uncle Jesse. And Jeff Franklin loved it. And they switched it to uncle Jesse.
1: As an Elvis fan, I feel insulted that I didn't know that. Well, I don't think I don't,
0: I don't know the validity of the story, but that's what he said. So I was like, Oh, that's interesting. So that's kind of fun. But, uh, Dude, sad news. Um, speaking of that, we lost Bob Saget this uh, this week, man. And I know that he'll be dated when people hear this, but... Dude, he was the TV dad, right? I mean, we, everyone loved Danny Tanner. I think everybody grew up in our generation on Full House, at least to some degree. Sad, sad time. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, uh, Full House was a staple on TGIF back in the day, man. Like, I can't believe it. The first show... Wait, yeah, it was normally the first show, and with... Family Matters, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then when it went into syndication, you watched it all the time, like, oh,
0: yeah. definitely,
1: um, you know, I feel like Bob Saget uh, with America's Funniest Home Videos right. predated, YouTube, predated YouTube, essentially, like, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, definitely sad, especially at 65, right. Um very very early, very sad. Uh, but uh, you know, shout out to uh, to Bob Saget and uh, Danny Tanner.
0: I know, man. Definitely a sad thing. So, rest in peace to Bob Saget. Um, this week we did something different in our main event, as as you know, it is episode f- uh, forty one. And I thought, well, let's change things up. I always, I always kind of want to keep things fresh to a degree. And so I thought of an idea of doing a poll for this episode to see what would be the main event. And you seemed to like that idea. I I feel like everyone else did too. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll keep this up for ten episodes to at least episode fifty. We put up a poll, and uh, so you know, if you was it like a
1: flag poll? Was it exactly? It was a a cold poll. Did did we get our tongue stuck on the pole? Like is the Christmas story? Uh, that's very, very true.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> uh, I, I put up the poll, and, and I'm going to go through um, our four um, choices here, which I believe all of these have been a choice already, but I wanted to see where, what happened. We put up uh, Series 1 of The Tick from Bandai, WWF Bendhams, uh from Just Toys, Masters of the Universe Series 2, which, as you remember, Masters was the very first toy line we ever covered.
1: Yes, and it was. We-
0: Milton Bradley Karate Fighters. Um, It was kind of a runaway. 38% of the votes went to Bendham. So that's what we are covering in our main event. But before we dive into that and all of our other segments, I want to ask you on this. What would, if these were the four choices I gave you, what would you have picked?
1: Um, I probably would have picked The Tick because I know a little bit about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the action figure line was really cool because you had the tick and Arthur, but you also had American made and Mm -hmm. like they, they covered everybody. So it would have been, that would have been my pick just for the variety. Um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely excited to talk Bendems. Uh, it's a very, uh, I want to say hot topic, but, um, What's the word I'm looking for? A topical topic because you know they're making a, a comeback right now, right. and uh, it'd be very cool to uh, talk about you know this little action figure line that tied over uh, Hasbro's to Jack's Bone Crunchers.
0: Very true. And what's weird, and I was going to touch on this in the main event, but I'll throw it in now. We oftentimes say, man, what a lull between Hasbro and Jax, but that really wasn't true. But for some reason, it's almost like we don't consider this like a main line. At least I never did. Is that accurate? Do you think
1: I never did either, man? Like, uh, I, I never, I never liked Bendham figures to me. And I, whenever I saw a Bendem figure it was always in the, the little toy section at the cereal aisle. And not just like a WWF Bendem, but like, uh, you know, you'd see a random Hulk Bendem or, or Spider-Man. Or, yeah, and a Bendem figure was just a way to get an action figure. That was cheap. In the, yeah, because, you know, back in the day, there was like one set of shelves with toys, with like we, you know, we talked about it, the cap gun, silly putty, yes. yo yo, Hot Wheels, whoopee cushions, yeah, and then you would always have like a random bendum of a superhero or a Power Ranger, and it was just a way to get you know a, a, an action figure out there, right. and um, you know, I I wasn't the biggest fan, but you know, cool th- I I not cool, but uh. Vendoms is also what brought back Star Wars. So yes. the, the Star Wars Vendom figure. So I definitely see where people have a soft spot for them, but I think they have a soft spot for them on their head, not their heart.
0: I can get that for sure. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I think this goes back to Jax and Titan Tron Live and all these atrocious lines we went through as figure collectors. We wanted wrestling, so that's what we bought, you know. And I think bindums were a thing because they were—that's what we had. So it's like, okay, I'll take them, you know. And uh, and they were cheap, two, they, three bucks a pop. That's another factor. They were very cheap, which I think makes them marketable in that regard. But um, uh, as you know, it's an odd-numbered episode, so it's my turn for an icebreaker, and I have something. Are you ready?
1: Well, uh, we're supposed to get four inches of snow. So, are you snowbreaker or icebreaker?
0: I'm definitely the snowbreaker.
1: Okay, well, we, snowbreaker, we just... bring me the icebreaker. <laughs> Boy, that's a that's a great tag team. Oh, the
0: absolutely. Breakers.
1: But who needs bronzebreaker when we have snowbreaker and icebreaker? Absolutely, it could
0: be a mint, could be a move. You never know.
1: <laughs> what about uh, killer instinct and the k- 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 combo breaker? Oh, there we go. There we go. Absolutely. That's the mystery third man of the uh, breaker world order. (laughs)
0: Indeed. Oh, good Lord. Um, All right. So here is my icebreaker. Everybody loves WWF Hasbro. It's been a, a toy line we grew up with. We loved it as kids. We love it now. I mean, we are actively making figures in this scale. There's something about this that's special. Here is my question. How come if you're Hasbro... Because Hasbro came up with this, right? Because there's nothing really before or since that was this. I mean, since, yes, with with retros, but it's inspired by Hasbro. Why didn't Hasbro incorporate this to other stuff? Not necessarily like G.I. Joe, but as you know, Hasbro got the Street Fighter license, which actually was a part of G.I. Joe, but then sometime later they got the Mortal Kombat license, and the Mortal Kombat figures were basically in G.I. Joe's scale. Right. like, why didn't they say, well, let's make them... And I get why they did that because then they're compatible with Street Fighter and that's a win. And I, and I get that completely. But why not take the WWF scale and do figures there? Man, I
1: have never, never thought of like a, a question like this. But that makes perfect sense. And the only rational thought you know, as much as I would have loved to seen Street Fighter Hasbro style figures, same thing with Mortal Kombat. They have, I mean, it's perfect for an action. Like you could yeah. give, like Ryu and Ken, the Jake the Snake, like for a Dragon Punch or like an uppercut punch.
0: Like think about E Honda with the hand slap. You have an open hand and it comes down hard.
1: Right, I like mean, that would be
0: so many so many obvious choices for sure.
1: Um, but honestly, like I, I think it it just came down to brass tacks, and with that, GI Joe was popular, more popular than Hasbro, sure, uh, and they could essentially kit bash and throw all the you know we talked about that and kit bash. Uh, for those that that don't know, it was a term that that means they take existing pieces and existing molds, and they make new figures with them. So, uh, like, well, we we touched
0: uh, on that on the Street Fighter episode, right? Because they were yeah. in the GI Joe line. Basically, you even said they're just new heads. That's all they're doing.
1: Yeah. So, I, I really think, I, I know that's a boring answer, but, like, I really think that's what it was. The popularity of the three and three quarter Joes, the ability to just use whatever GI Joe, cause they literally had a hundred to a hundred and fifty torsos, arms are, you know, blank, legs, there's pants. Um, but I feel like, if they would have done another line similar to Hasbro, that there would be the same thing for, like, the same love for a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat. Because if you think about it, there was only 12. You you had your eight original fighters and the four bosses. Right. So you could have done, like, two six-figure lines, and then maybe start doing repaints or player two, as you want to call them, like, right?
0: Different colors, know. sure.
1: Right, and then the Mortal Kombat. I mean, that'd be simple enough. You've got Scorpion and Sub Zero are the same thing, so you could, you know, have those guys, you know, be a a tag team or. Uh,
0: it's the exact same figure, you know.
1: Right. Well, here's uh, something
0: I just thought of as I as you were talking. I wonder too because Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat both had something that WWF didn't, but G.I. Joe did, and that's vehicles. And.
1: Ah, uh, that's true too.
0: It, it, but here's the thing if Street Fighter didn't include vehicles, it wouldn't have been different to me because there were not vehicles in the game. Same with Mortal Kombat, right? Like I remember, oh,
1: there is one vehicle.
0: but, but it's not one. I mean, one you destroy—that's
1: easy, you know. It, it, exactly.
0: <laughs> but, but but that's
1: that's what that's kind of made ambulance me, or whatever. Now yeah. that they're doing,
0: but that's kind of what made me think. I was like, so okay, you're you're making a vehicle, like, you know. I remember I had the sonic boom tank for Guile. He didn't drive, right, and I understand it's it's a. You know, you want to make different price points, figures, vehicles, play sets, etc. Right? Well, I get that, but there's something about that that style of figure that's just fun.
1: I I agree. I I don't know why I never put two and two together like that, but right. that would be like Street Fighter would be perfect because uh, you've got that like the cartoony look. Because the Hasbro's looked good, but they still looked like a toy. Like you look at Jake right. the Snake, and you're like, "That's Jake the Snake." You know, there's some there's some bad ones like, like the Smoking Guns. Eh. Yeah, but uh, those are those
0: are pretty heavily like just existing parts figures, you know?
1: Right, Brett. While Brett looks good, Brett's head is the size of Andre the Giant. Um, yeah, uh, the anvil. You know, Jimmy Anvil Nightheart is
0: tiny head.
1: Eh, yeah, so it's like six of one, half a dozen of another. But I, you know, I feel like you know, oh, man. And then can you imagine them putting the uh, file card on the back of each of the Street Fighter guys and having like going over all their. You could even put their moves. So like, here, this is how, when you play the game, you know, right, ha, uh, quarter circle forward punch. This is how you do a Hadouken. Ugh, and this would be ama- amazing.
0: I don't know if there's like a legal issue there, like if it is the same cards or what, but that was kind of my thought. But I mean, you don't have to make them the same type of cards, they don't even have to be the same card backing, just similar type of figures. And here's the thing you don't have to use existing molds, right? Like, because I mean, granted, you could take most of what Yokozuna was and use E-Honda. That's a, right. kind of a given. And there's some that are kind of like, okay, that, that makes sense. But, you know, you look at right. Maybe Sergeant
1: Slaughter could be dial because you've got the... Tank the, the pants for the,
0: sure, right? And, and the chest is Or a the little...
1: Bushwhacker, the Bushwhackers, like they had the c- camo and... Right. Uh, I mean, the, you could use reuse some stuff, but... Right. Yeah, like you said, it, it'd be mostly original... Original
0: stuff, right? But at the same time, it's like that would be such a fun line if they were. And not that the the GI Joe line wasn't fun; it was. But I remember even thinking though, a lot of those weren't really authentic to how they looked because they used existing parts. So it was kind of like a a reimagining, as it were. Like cause I remember, I remember having Ken, and his feet were completely taped. And I'm thinking, like, well, that's like a ninja boot <laughs> or something. And I'm like, that's not what he wore, like you know, because. And-
1: they had ninja stars on their gi, and because uh, right. the, they were they were from um, uh, Storm Shadow, right? So they had a sat they had a sash, and they had like ninja stars and a bomb on exactly. their on their gi. And you're like, eh, if you're going to be a street fighter and carry a bomb, why don't you just throw the bomb at these guys?
0: Well, yeah, Blanca had boots on. I remember thinking that's kind of weird. You know, like he's got combat pants and combat boots on. You know, Zangief had like a like a, a furry vest. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like real; it was just molded. But it, it's still, it's like okay. So it's like it's a reimagining, and that's fine. But I still think this would have been a fun idea. And I just and maybe WWE had some type of thing where like you can't make figures in our same style. I don't know.
1: Uh, we'll never know, but. Uh, you know, we don't do fantasy booking a lot on here, but I, I really think, you know, this is something, you know, with the vibrant colors and yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it could have been could have would have, should have. For sure. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, we got to go to our first segment, which is uh, what has us excited. So Travis, I will start with you, man. Uh, We are kind of heading into 2022 full steam ahead. What's got you excited now?
1: um i saw this today and sent it over to you right um it is a well there there are two things but this first one let me pull it up to look at it there is a line of uh eight inch 12 inch like i don't it's hard to say but um It's the the bigger figures from Marvel, the -hmm. the kid figures where, you know, the only articulation is at the head and uh, at the shoulders, but they are doing the Marvel Lucha Libre, and there is Spider-Man, or El Aracho, and uh, Captain America, uh, El Leonda Americana, and... Uh I mean they're just very basic luchador looking guys like these are like uh, they,
0: big lot style figures like they look like the cheaper ones but they did yes. look really cool.
1: They do they look really cool. Each of them has a molded on championship belt like Spider-Man has got the red uh red with the blue around it to make it look like his costume and then Captain America has like the red, white, and blue with the star. Um, I mean, I know we talk wrestling a lot, but these are really cool looking. Um, and I, I'm normally not one to go for these type of basic figures, but I don't know if the like the the designs or the colors got me, but I I like these for some reason.
0: I I think they're cool too. I I mentioned to you, I would really like to see them do these in like a Marvel Legends scale because then you're really close to like Elite Jazzware scale, which is interesting. But, you know, they did that Funko Pop line, geez, probably about a year ago. And I remember thinking then, I'm like, man, that's a cool idea because there's a lot that they could do there. So uh, hopefully they... They continue this. I mean, I know uh, this is going to be a pretty, you know, a thing that happens quite a bit. So I think this is a super interestingly fun crossover. So I'm all for it, man.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it just looks like just something fun. And they're toyetic. I right? We throw that word around a lot. But, you know, it's a different view on the, the costume. Uh, you know, it just fun. And when you, you know, Toys are meant to be fun, and I know that we, you know, keep them in package and get them signed or open them and put them on display. But when I saw these, I just saw cool-looking action figures. And that's and that's what action figures are. If I saw these on the shelf before seeing them on the internet, I'd be like, "Holy crap! I need that." I don't even know what it is, but right. just because.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's something that we. We don't touch on much, but that doesn't happen much anymore where something stops you dead in your tracks and you're like, whoa, what is this? You know, I, I mean, it does sometimes, but usually we're so aware of new things that we don't really get stopped like that. And I think that that's a good thing. So hopefully more more stuff like this happens because I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and it's something so basic. Most of the time, like something that stops us in our track is like a Hot Toys or a Neca yeah. Sculpt or something. Something very, very articulate, very detailed, but these are just basic fi- they use the same body except different heads mm-hmm. and it's like wow, okay, and the packaging looks cool. they've got like a comic drawing of the of the luchador on the back like I don't know man, I'm all for these, so me too uh, check it out
0: definitely anything else that you're excited for right now?
1: Um Super 7 is uh slowly releasing uh some of their new turtles uh and I have seen the Casey Jones and I am a huge Casey Jones fan. He's my favorite. Uh we've talked about that before. Um but the ultimate Casey Jones is out. So he looks like a very articulated uh series 2 Casey that we've talked about before. Um, But the cool thing, like they do with with all of these Ultimates, is they give them the modernized-looking weapons that are fully painted and fully detailed, but they still have that weapons bracket in the back, so you can have all of Casey's original weapons in that dark green... That they that they printed all of his or molded all of his figures in, and um, you know I've got the four turtles coming that I pre-ordered. What seems like a pandemic ago? Well, it probably really was a pandemic ago. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, I know that. Um, yeah, so uh, I think if I see him at a toy show or um, at a at a shop. For a decent price, I'm probably going to end up picking up a Casey Jones just because he's my favorite.
0: Well, again, I love that uh, all these different companies are doing fun stuff. I think that is awesome. And I personally didn't dive into the uh, Super 7 simply because I was like, I can't really justify super seven and NECA when they're kind of making the same characters, you know? And so I, I opted to pick stay with NECA cause that's where I started. But, but I have no complaints about these figures. They are phenomenal.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we all know that I did the, the movie NECA. So I, I steered clear of the cartoon like you were, mm-hmm. you did the cartoon. So to me, this is just something a little different. And, uh, you know, I've got New Japan Ultimates and Major Brothers Ultimates coming and right. Good Brother Ultimates. And I, I've got, you may as well just call me Ultimate because <laughs> I've got a bunch of Ultimates coming. So uh, that's it for me, really, on what's got me excited. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll switch it over to you, man. What's got you excited?
0: Well, you, we talked about this, you know, before, but uh, Zombie showed off. I have a couple things I'll throw in, but um, one of them I was trying to find an image for, and I can't find it now, so that kind of sucks. But um, Zombie was showing off uh, the new parts, all, all the the completed parts for um, Heels and Faces Series 1. Now, we were told these will be at hand in February. We're mid-January as of recording, and it seems like there's a little bit of work still to come, so I don't know if we'll hit February. But I don't mean excuse me, me and you both pre-ordered series one. I'm definitely excited to get these and kind of see where the future of the line is going to be, because I know series two will not go up for sale until series one's in hand. So kind of just curious to see what, uh, what these are going to be like.
1: I'm very excited to see them. Um, I'm also excited for series two because it's, I mean, literally giants. You've got Andre, uh, Kevin Sullivan. He's not a giant. Uh, Brody and um, Bundy right Bundy yeah so you've got a bunch of big guys except little Kevin Sullivan but you know these are all big first you know mm-hmm. first Brody figures since the Jack's classic uh, well technically no because
0: even- he had the uh, he had the uh, Uh, Junk shop dog dog figure recently.
1: Yeah, the Popey style. I forgot about that one. Yes. Uh, Let me rephrase that. The first intricately detailed Brody figure. But uh, excited to see these, uh, you know, because we've got Series 1. Then maybe we'll see Jeff and Danhausen and all the other ones. And, you know, I know I somewhat complained last week about. Uh, you know, can we just get some stuff out and right. I know it's the time in the world we live in because right. you know it's crazy that it's been two years from the original pandemic mess but you know we just got this new resurgence and things are closing and go, or like virtual again so I, I hope this doesn't slow anything down right. and I'd really like to see some new new product and CDs in hand
0: yeah, I, I, me too. Um, it is what it is or something we can do about it, right? Just hope for the best. But yeah, I know he's got a lot of names signed. And the longer these take, the longer Series 2 takes for pre-order, the longer Series – you know, and on down the line. Um, but I'm looking at it like this. Like, we ordered these back in what? Was it June
1: or July? Uh, I think I think June. I. I so I, – I, feel based, like between Father's Day and 4th of July. I know it was before
0: that. I went to Florida on vacation, and that was in July. I know that because I was, I was paying it still because I did the, right. the four payments. Well, based on that math, this is taken what? If we get them in February, nine months-ish?
1: July, August, September, October, November, December, January, eight.
0: Eight
1: months? Yeah.
0: If we get them in February.
1: If we get them in February, yeah. If
0: we order Series 2 in February, we're looking at probably what? In October to something like in hand?
1: October to Christmas, yeah.
0: Which means Series 3 will probably go to pre-order in the fall. It's going to be a while before we start seeing more of these. Do you think it's better to put them on pre-order faster? I still kind of am of the mindset I think it's a smarter idea to do one at a time. As opposed to five or six at a time, when that's a lot more expensive, in my opinion.
1: I think so too, only because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I know, I mean, when Jeff Jarrett was released as a single, he was the top selling figure.
0: And then Danhausen followed. Dan,
1: yep. And then Danhausen beat Jeff Jarrett. So there's a pattern there because guess what? You're buying one figure. And. You might buy a couple of them. You know, one to sign, one to open. And you're not worried about, oh, shoot, I've got four more figures to buy in the line. Do I want to buy the whole line or should I buy an extra of this to get signed or, you know, things like that. So I'm I'm with you. I think they they should just do one-off releases and keep getting these high individual orders. But... That's just my own two cents.
0: If he plans to do Series 2 as one set and it doesn't do as well, he may go back to that. I don't know. He's going to do whatever he wants to do ultimately. But I look at it like with the NECA Turtles. If they released four two-packs all at once, I would have a hard time keeping up. One at a time every few months is much easier to come by. Dropping $55, 60 is a lot easier than dropping 300 So... I think that that's a smarter strategy, in my opinion, but we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, one more thing I did want to bring up, speaking of NECA Turtles, apparently there was a leak, and I can't find the image, I saw it earlier today, of a fugitoid uh, NECA figure that was uh, possibly going to be in the cartoon line. Really? Yeah. I
1: hadn't heard of this. This is it, breaking
0: news. Yeah, and that's what people are saying it was, may not be, could be a really good custom. But it kind of had that look of the cartoon line, which has a very specific look. So I was like, "Ooh, that might be kind of fun." So, um, again, it's hard to say, but uh, kind of something I thought I was like, "Oh, that's kind of kind of a fun thing." But other than that, I don't have anything else. Did you wanna? Are you there? You wanna dive into what we're uh, what we're finding on the pegs?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right,
0: so I will. Uh, I will start here. I haven't really been finding much on the pegs, unfortunately. I'm still kind of in that post Christmas. Uh, you know, empty peg days. Uh, But I did get this in the mail. And so we always kind of throw in what we've picked up in in this section too. Um, As you know, a few weeks ago um, when we covered food fighters, I got really into them. I started ordering some food fighters and again, like anything, you go down a slippery slope and I found a guy through Facebook that that does custom food fighters. And there's a few of them that do this, but uh, this guy, his company is BAM, B-A-M-M, Toyco. You can find him on Facebook, shoot him a message. And he had up there a, 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 I don't know what you call him, I guess, a popcorn character, a jar of jam character, a corn dog, and a piece of cake. And um, you had actually mentioned seeing the corn dog before. I think you even said that to Nate on the the episode.
1: Yeah, I... uh, I, that corndog is so popular that it pops up in the Google image search. Like when you when you search food fighters, figure, like food fighter action figures, and then click over on Google images, it's one of the top – it was at the time, can't yeah. speak now, but one of the top 20 uh, figures for food fighters. I was like, that corndog is awesome.
0: Oh, it's, it's – well, I, it's so beautiful because – It's got the stick. It's got the mustard. But here's another thing. I don't know if you even know this. You can actually do ketchup or mustard. So there's a variant. Um, Uh, Who
1: puts ketchup on their corn dogs? (laughs) Whoa. (coughs) All
0: right. Hold your tongue, fella. (laughs) Ketchup is delicious on everything. But Uh, I went with mustard because that's the more standard thing. So I went with mustard. But what's even cooler is the, the, the army helmet actually sets on top of the stick. So there's that space. Um, He's got his Tommy gun, his backpack. Um, It's, it's 3d printed. So it's resin, um, which is going to be different than what the food fighters are. As far as like how they feel look wise. However, I sent you a picture. I sent Nate from ring skirts, a picture. I posted it on our Instagram. You, they look, it, it fits in perfectly. Does it not?
1: It does. It looks exactly like that squishy plastic. That, uh, that the food fighters have and, uh, looks great. The guy did a bang up job on painting it and getting it to look like the other food fighters. So, you know, kudos to to him. Check him out. It's definitely intrigued me to look at him. And, you know, I still have yet to pull the trigger on any food fighters because I'll look and I'll look. I'm like, man, I just don't want to spend 20 to $35 on a single figure. Right. Because then it's like... It's a slippery slope. It is because all of the food... Like, to get them even remotely cheap, they've got to be dinged up, missing their hat, missing their backpack. And it's like, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And I... It, that's been the only thing that's holding me back. So,
0: dude, carded. You're looking at over a hundred dollars. It's crazy. Oh,
1: I'm definitely, I'm definitely not going carded. But like, I, I want to try to at least get them with their, because with with their backpack and their weapon. And I know sure. that sounds goofy, but
0: no, I get it. That, but it's like, you want the that, original? It's that's well, like, as you know, if you get a hacksaw Jim Duggan figure, that's cheap. You get him with the board, not cheap. Right. Exactly. It's it's different. So I get that completely. Um, but this Those was a fun little...
1: accessories. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> it's a fun little add-on to that original collection, which I still haven't completed. But I wanted to get this in before I decided to dive into other customs because, I, you know, again, you don't really know what you're getting sometimes with a custom. It's a little bit more expensive, of course, but they did great. Um, it was packed very well because it's also... It came from Canada, so I was worried, like... Shipping and everything. Like, I hope this thing's not beat up, but very well packed. Absolutely looks incredible. I I love it. So, um, definitely want to add more to those uh, over time, but, uh, just, just great stuff, man. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier with it. So, that's, uh, that's my most recent pickup. That's awesome. Uh, one more thing I was going to tell you about. I saw these today. I went out toy spotting today and I found at a comic shop, um, me and you are both big fans of Batman: The Animated Series. Well, recently, as you know, they relaunched a comic book called Batman: The Adventures Continue, and yes, and they they added like Red Hood and Deathstroke to the to the to the to the stories, but in that Batman: The Animated Series style. Well, back in the day, yeah, it's
1: like uh, DC did a thing they with their comics where they have continued the. Uh, like, it continued the series. Like, Buffy had. The, they did the next season of Buffy. Right. Um, there's a Batman '89 comic that's out currently. They did it with uh, Batman '67. Uh, and then they did a Batman '66, six, Batman yes. crossed over with the Green Hornet. So, right. they have been known to expand or next season a lot of this stuff. So it's really, really cool.
0: Oh, definitely. And, and I thought this was kind of that way. Um, I've read some of them. They're great. Uh, you know, obviously I'm a huge Batman fan, so that's not a shock to me, but, uh, back in the day, DC direct had a line for Batman, the animated series of figures. And of course, if you don't know DC direct, it's more of like a premium style figure, a little bit more expensive, more comic shop, exclusive stuff. These were great. Yeah, you
1: get, uh... I know this is going to sound shocking. You get your DC Direct figures directly from DC Comics. (laughs) Exactly. Um,
0: (laughs) Really cool packaging. Lots of accessories. Lots of hands and stuff. And so identically close to what you would see on the screen or in the pages. And they also made like everybody. So you got like Commissioner Gordon and Bullock and a lot of the side characters, Alfred, I think they even did. They even did like a Christmas with the Joker version of Joker with the Santa hat. So great stuff. Um, I kind of always wanted them, but they're expensive now, obviously, with, without a right. circulation, like two to 300 bucks a figure. And I'm just like, no thanks. Well, I go into a comic shop today, and they had another line of DC Direct figures from this comic. And, of course, they had Batman, Robin, the Joker, Harley Quinn, wow. Asriel, Deathstroke, an armored Batman, and uh, Red Hood. I'm a huge Red Hood fan. They were they were retail for 35 bucks a piece, so they were not cheap, obviously. But man, it, it got me. It got me. I was like, "Ooh, I want these. These are amazing." So I do some Google searching on the other figures and realize, "Oh yeah, they're still expensive." I'm like, eh, "I don't know." But here's the weird thing, and I and I didn't. I actually messaged you about this because I didn't know. I was under the impression that DC Direct went out of business in like 2020, and not DC Direct's a subsidiary of DC. I get that, but it's like. That they stopped making figures, right? I they didn't have a website. I couldn't find a website, so I couldn't find any real information on this. So, is this like the last thing they did?
1: I have no idea.
0: I'm not sure. Has they, it been
1: stuck on a boat in the canal for a year, months maybe and months and months. I mean, it's tough to say.
0: I don't know. So, and I mean, granted, like I know, like these companies, they're not. They're making stuff before, you know we we even see it. Right, it's already being produced, but there is that process of you know idea, you know, to production, manufacturing, and so on and so forth. So I get that there is a timetable there, but which is I mean that's why like we talked about zombie earlier. Twice figures have taken nine months because it's a it's a process, so, right? Anyway, my point being is. What's going on there? Are, are they done? Are they out of business? Is this the last line? Because as cool as they were and as much as I want them, it was just like I can't – I did the math real quick on the six figures I wanted. It's like $210. And I'm like, okay. I, I mean they're great, but I just can't – I can't justify another line right now.
1: I I get it. Uh, I don't know because I, I feel like I read the same article you did, but then I also feel like – Maybe they didn't do it, or, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I'm going to look into it. Um, I mean, DC Direct has always made good figures. Um, oh, yeah. so, uh, I, I'm excited to see them, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. That's a, a great question that, uh, you know, maybe these are the, the last hurrah or, you know, if these so well, you know, we've seen where, hey, guess what? We're making our triumphant return. Well, we didn't know you were really gone. So, it's, I I think it did get shut down during the downsizing of, like, when you lost the DC streaming network yeah. and all of that. I think it was part of that or a division of it. I Man, I don't know, like. It, it's tough to say.
0: It's interesting. I know that. I mean, they've made a lot of great stuff. I know it was always kind of hard for me to figure out what belonged to what line because they were all kind of the same but all kind of different, if that makes sense. And all a little bit all over the place. So, But I'd always see them at comic shops, so I thought, oh, that's, those are kind of fun and yes. more of a specialty shop type of thing. But it sucks when anything kind of goes away like that, so – um, I saw those today. I thought they were cool. So check out your comic shops. If you're into them, that red hood's definitely worth picking up as his Deathstroke And the Joker's phenomenal. I've always loved that look of the Joker, but, um, yeah, great stuff. Um, that's really about all I found recently. Um, I, like I said, I went out, I went out to a couple different places today. Oh, I did find this one more thing. I, uh, I found an unmatched Darby Allen on the pegs today. First time I've even seen that in the store. And, um, I have the uh, Series 3 Darby, didn't really need it, but I picked it up for my nephew for his birthday in March. So, excited about that.
1: He's going to love it, because he, that's, that's a good-looking figure.
0: He's loved Darby. He's always wanted a Darby figure. Every time he comes to my house, he always grabs that out of the closet that I have it sitting in and always is playing with it. And, and, of course, it's always like, hey, can I can I take this home? And I'm like, no, that's mine, but I really want it. And I'm like, I know you do, but you'll be all right. You got plenty of figures. <laughs> but, but. I much, don't
1: have this figure. Pretty
0: much that's how it goes. So um so I'm happy to be able to add that one to his collection. And honestly, he has so many WWE guys. Having these AEW figures has been great because it's been able to uh to add to his collection with new characters. And you know, going back to what you were talking about with the Marvel Lucha Libre guys, if they make them in scale with Mattel Elite, how cool would that be to get a Spider Man wrestler? That's amazing.
1: Oh, I, I'd be all for it because Uh, There was one Spider-Man wrestler figure for the first Spider-Man movie. There was a Tobey Maguire that you could kind of put the figures together. And I remember I bought that just because it was a Spider-Man wrestler figure. So I I think that'd be great to to have a wrestling Spider-Man figure.
0: Speaking of that, pick up Arachnaman now. Hit us up in the DMs. Ooh. Shameless plug. Absolutely. I have no shame in my plugs. Um, So I'll I'll throw it over you, Travis. What have you been finding out there on the pegs?
1: I have made my first uh, action figure hunt uh, yesterday in about a week and a half. Had a little uh, health scare here at the house and the home. Everybody's fine, but, uh, you know, had to do a little – a little self quarantine, so couldn't get out. Uh, every, like I said, everybody's fine. Nobody got sick. Everybody's good, but you know, kids out in public school and basketball and you know, things are things are crazy out there. So be careful, sure. whatever you do. Always, you know. So went out yesterday uh, after the kids went to school and hit up Walmart and. Guess what? Nothing, nothing at Walmart. Yeah, it's bunch like January's
0: always nothing, right?
1: Yeah, a bunch of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. The Eternals did get moved over to clearance. They're sixteen thirty-two, but that's still really high for those Eternals. Sure. Um, saw a bunch of Neca movie two packs. The you know, it's funny you say. You know, I don't want to buy multiple two-packs, but I once again saw another big selection of Donnie and Leo, Raph and Mikey, and Splinter and Shredder. So that was cool. Um, But my big finds this week uh, were over at Target. I saw three... Uh, Catwoman of Channel Two, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Yeah, uh, NECA figures at a choking hundred and fifty dollars. Whew! Yeah,
0: that's well. Here's what I don't get about that, and maybe maybe I'm wrong here. The two packs are about sixty bucks, a little less than sixty bucks retail, right? So you put two two packs. That'd be like what one twenty maybe ish. They hey, had give or take. I thought this thing retailed for one twenty five. So I got that. Granted, I know it's got the TV cameras, but I'm like, that's not twenty five dollars. So
1: it doesn't. That doesn't the box kind of do a play place or like a display thing? I don't know, but I feel like the oh, box. It
0: may. I don't know. I could see that kind of like the Milky like Mania or something. It,
1: yeah, like, when you open it up, like, you've got What's-His-Face's desk, and, yeah. you know, I, I could be completely wrong on this one, but I feel like I've seen a picture of that. But, uh, no, I thought the same thing. I thought they were 125 and I took it over to the scanner and scanned it, and it went, boop, 149 And, like I said, I don't collect the, the cartoon turtles, so I wasn't going to buy them anyway, but... Man, that's four figures at fifty bucks a piece.
0: That is a lot. Yeah, I. Um, it's an easy. Or, pass. no, wait.
1: Sorry, that was wrong. Four figures. That's two hundred dollars for uh, thirty-five, forty bucks a piece. Somewhere in there. That's like the price of 30. four ultimates. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean. There should be something to the effect that they're not really main characters you want. And we already have a Vernon. You know, we already
1: have Vernon. So, like, there's the April's little nerdy sidekick, which is the one that everybody wants Minerva?
0: Irma. Irma, yeah. And then the boss. I can't think of his name. but And, and I, I think I even told you, I was like, if they did Irma and the boss in a two pack, done. No problem. And, like, April's got the cat head and arms, but I'm like, the Vernon figure came with the rat head and arms. Like, if they were smart, in my opinion, they would have just include the April head and arms of the cat in the Irma box. Kind of like they're right. doing with the Goliath wings, right? Right. That'd so, be great. Right. So, what you're doing is, to me, you're killing two birds with one stone. You're like, oh, it's Two pack of lesser known characters, but here's some extra stuff for you. If you already have these two, look what you get. And I'm like, I, to me, I think that's it's kind of build a figure esque, you know, like it's it's a smart strategy. But uh, I don't know. I, it's it'll be interesting to see. Like I actually never saw the Turtles in Disguise pack ever on the pegs or on the shelf. I guess. Um, not to said, they didn't hit out here. I just, I mean, but I saw the musical Mutagen tour. Jeez, everywhere. So right, and that was 125. But I mean, but again, that's kind of a deep cut because of that concert and stuff. But I don't know. Speaking of NECA, though, I was going to ask you so- about something. Um, I ordered the loot crate NECA boxes, and you know the first one. I you know you got
1: in, your first one in.
0: Still have not got anything on number two. Those jerks. Well, see, they said so. Number one was supposed to be August. Number two was going to be September. Number three, um, October, and number four, uh, December or November, maybe. I think that's what it was supposed to be. I could be wrong on that, but they were all supposed to hit in 2021. Box one ended up hitting around. I want to say maybe October. I could be wrong. It was wrong Halloween,
1: on, wasn't it? Around Halloween-ish. That time. Yeah. Give or take. And then
0: they said, "Okay, box two won't actually hit till December." And I'm like, "Oh, geez. Like, it's like two months later." Now it's like it's January. We still haven't got an update yet.
1: I mean, and we're close to probably getting the next, you know, I think it was March, April when they did the announcement last year when you could sign up for it for two weeks.
0: I think it was actually in February. Was it? I, I want to say that's when they announced it. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, it's been a while, and I'm just kind of like. Granted that first box was so bad that I'm okay if they're like okay that sucked we need to make up for it. I get it, but it's like give us an update, you know, let us know what what the situation is cuz that box is not great. A lot of people were upset with how Danny looked. He didn't look great. The shirt was awful. Nothing that came with it was good. So I'm like, well, granted he wasn't the figure I was looking forward to. I wanted the uh the dark turtle, you know, like the Batman looking Donatello, I think it is. And yes. then I'll have that bonus scrag coming as well. And then I thought the uh I think it's like Armadon or something, that shark guy, which is kind of fun, even though he's from the um the video game version. I think that's a fun character. And then that Mirage Shredder will be fun. But again, it was one of those things where it's like, Give us an update, you know, I want to know where the, where these are at. What's going on here?
1: They're never coming. <laughs>
0: Probably not. Probably not. You're
1: gonna get a. You're gonna get your first box, and then they're gonna cancel like everyone else's pre-orders. Just gonna get canceled one day.
0: Probably so. I hope not, though. Um, anyway, I, not to interrupt you. I know you were kind of diving into what you were finding. I know you have something else big to talk about for sure.
1: Yes, and it's going to be my project, and I don't know if you would like to to partake in this, but uh, I. Feel like I was one of the first. Not that it matters, but um, I saw, and it's on our TikTok, two Revelations triclops figures. Yeah, um, and these are this is the deluxe one, where you've got the regular triclops, but then to the right you've got the, uh, oh gosh, what was it? The, the like Matrix Essential. One. Yeah. You've got his robe and his everywhere he turns red, as he is in Revelations. So once again, I feel like this is a good deluxe figure. I agree. Uh, thirty bucks. It's not thirty two ninety nine, so it's twenty nine ninety
0: nine. Oh, is it really? Yep.
1: Um. So I saw two of those, and what happened the last time that you saw two fakers? You got him. we got him because you got me one, and then we saw a million fakers. So I did something that I normally don't do. I took a deep breath. I said, I know you really want this, Travis. Of course you really want this. But no, why don't you wait this one out and see if, Mattel does what Mattel always does, and then just flood the market with these in two months. And, you know, get one around your birthday in April.
0: It's a risky game, my friend.
1: It is, but, man, we what did we do when we saw god Jumped all over it. Yep. What did we do when we saw Faker? Jumped all over it. So
0: but let me let me interject to be fair, I still have yet to see series 2 in stores
1: besides that
0: that one specialty shop, which I don't count that because that's not retail right uh, at least to me. Um, but right. I
1: have seen series two like three times but right. no series three.
0: and I saw series three once randomly at Walmart and that's it
1: right so,
0: I get what you're saying because I saw – I went to three targets today, and I saw average between five and seven fakers at every one. I knew you found Triclops. So what am I doing as I'm looking through all of them? Faker, faker. Okay, faker. That's it. Now, was there a Triclops there today and someone grabbed it? Possibly. Um, But I don't know. You know what I mean? So Mattel – in my opinion, has a really hard time figuring out their demand. I mean, we saw this with retros, right? I mean, how many times do we see Series 7? But I never even saw Series 8, 9, or 10 on the pegs anywhere. Besides, I saw right. Series 8 at 5 below. Which, again, right. I remember telling you and Jeff and a few others, I'm like, I was willing to pay $10 a figure. And I got them for 5 And I'm thankful for that, but I was willing to pay $10 a figure.
1: Like, what is going on here? No, it's, and I think that's why I'm willing to to play the the waiting game on this one. Yeah, I know that that's completely against, you know, oh my gosh, something brand new and shiny, let's buy it. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's not scareglow. It's not a popular figure. And worst case scenario, I'll pay forty bucks instead of fifty. At a, at a, at a toy show or comic convention, but yes, I just want to wait this one out and see how the waiting game does compared to. Oh my gosh, I have to buy it, and trust me, oh my gosh, I had to buy it because it looks so good yeah. with his sword and the new robe. It looks, it's, I mean, That's it looks so thing. good. I've de- debated on getting two. One to have in his regular Triclops and one to have in his red Triclops outfit. Like sure. It's it's a great-looking figure, but I, I'm going to see what – I'm, I'm waiting on this one. And if it burns me, then I give everybody permission to uh, sass and give me crap on social media. You
0: hear that, Hoker? And, you hear that, nay from Ring Skirts?
1: Right, you can you guys can give me a hard time when I'm on here complaining. Oh crap. They actually did a limited, you know, limited right. sh- shot of of uh Triclops should have bought him when I did cuz haven't seen him in 3 months. You can uh you all could have and I told you so.
0: it's hard for me to say specifically what I think is like good or because we can only base stuff off of what we see, right? I can only base off of what I see on the current pegs at my Walmarts and targets. Same for you. Um, In my opinion, these more deluxe big boxes don't move as well unless it's like a character people want. Like, there's an Eternals character that's a bigger deluxe figure. I'm sure you've seen it.
1: Yeah, he looks, like a, he looks like a gold-covered Groot.
0: Right. and I see that everywhere. Now, when Red Hulk came out, that moved fast, but it's Red Hulk. Same S- thing with the
1: motorcycles, like right. Wolverine in the motorcycle, Punisher, and Squirrel Girl. Right. Gone. Um, All of them.
0: Baroness, right? Breaker, you don't see those anymore. So, there's something to be said about that. So I'm curious, though, like Power Rangers was the first one I remember that did the deluxe figure of the villains, and they were like – the figures to me looked like normal figures, but they cost more. Right. And and my thought was
1: like, okay,
0: you put them in a bigger box. Did they need to be in a bigger box? Yeah, maybe because they're a little bit bigger, but not that much bigger of a box. It felt like a cash grab to me, and I also know those all clearanced out, so – did those sell good? I don't know. It's hard. I mean, just because they cleared it out, that doesn't mean they didn't sell well. You know? Right. Um, Faker, to me, does not seem like it's been a super successful figure in the sense that I see six or seven of them everywhere I go. Um, but at the same time, I see a lot of uh, He-Man and Skeletor Target. My Walmart's only thing they've got is Skeletor and Battle Cat, so I don't know. It's hard to say because you don't know what the distribution yeah. of these are. But I think there's something about pricing, and here's another thing too. I want to throw at you. You mentioned it being twenty nine ninety nine. I wonder if that two dollar price increase has gone down a little bit. Uh,
1: it, I I don't know. I don't know. If, was this supposed to be twenty nine ninety nine? Were we supposed to get it before Christmas and we didn't?
0: I, I don't know. I, but I know Faker was like thirty two ninety nine or something.
1: Yeah, when he so it's. It's well, tough to say. Here's right? what
0: makes me think that. So when I found Darby today, there was two price tags, and they both said AEW. One was 1987, which may have been old. One was 2048. I'm like, okay. And I've seen AEW priced at 21.99 at other places, like Target and stuff. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I just walk up there. I grab me a Bang Energy drink, and I scan Darby. And it's like, um, I think it said like 19 and change. And so I'm like, oh, I forgot to scan the energy drink. Oh, no, I did. Darby wow. right for sixteen eighty four.
1: Holy crap.
0: So I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm obviously not going to complain about that, but I'm just like, wow. Like if this is like $22 figure, that's like what, five bucks off, maybe six bucks. I mean, it's quite a bit. So again, I was like, oh. Wow. Okay. Um, so,
1: sign me up.
0: Yeah, but again, I, it, I feel like with that price increase, you're going to keep your diehards because we'll make it work. That's what we do. The casual collectors, I think you'll start losing them. In my opinion,
1: I do too. And I don't think parents are necessarily out here buying the deluxe figures for for their kids.
0: That's well in. It could be like because it's Faker. I don't know, but I, I mean, that figure looked great. Triclops looks great too. But at the same time, do could they have fit all that in a box for twenty dollars? Yeah, I don't know if they would have taken a loss on it necessarily. It's hard to say, but I mean, we're gonna we're about to see Faker get clearance. I'm almost gonna guarantee it because there's so many of them everywhere,
1: and it's about time.
0: So anything else you want to add before we dive into our main event here?
1: Uh, no, that's it. Uh, you know, let us know what you're finding out there on the peg. You can tweet us or absolutely. You know, let us know on social media because you know you guys know what's going on and in, in our neck of the woods, we'd like to see what you guys are finding.
0: Absolutely, for sure. We love hearing feedback. Um, make sure you vote on these um, upcoming. You know polls for upcoming lines we may not keep we may keep this going past 10 episodes i don't know i like to change things up keep things fresh so we'll see where it goes but uh, anyway let's take a break and dive into that main event all right travis we are back here it is main event time this week we are diving into wwf bendums series one from just toys um, you know, we kind of touched on this before, but these were kind of like that transition line from Hasbro to Jax. But for some reason, Travis, nobody ever considers these like a main line, right?
1: Um, I, I never did. Um, I I mean, there there are some people that have very you know very thick and and love the bendoms and and more power to you. I just they they look like erasers and giant pencil toppers to me, not yeah. action figures.
0: they They definitely had a cartoony look, which kind of um, helped with you know the transition to, from Hasbro. Being that they're bindoms, um you know of course, they have the wire bar in there. and as we we learned from the toys that made us, that's, this was the original idea basically for LJ Inch, right? They were going to be bendable yes. with the bendable wire. You mentioned this earlier, and that was a very good point about how it was like a grocery store toy line. And I remember getting a White Ranger Power Ranger, I think, from the grocery store. It was a Bendy. And they're just junk. I mean, like, yeah, they bend, but they don't stay in place. There's very little you can do with these. Like, as far as toys go, I never was a huge fan. And I think that's been my, not disdain, but my lack of love for this line.
1: You know what it reminds me of, and, you know, it's, like, an early version of a fidget toy. Yes. Like, a pop Like, because what would you do? You would grab an arm, and you would bend it, and, like, well, it's not supposed to bend, but it's a bendy. And you just, like, all you did was crumble them up and bend them. Like, they, because if you move their arm up, like, even though they had a shoulder joint, they really... Only bent at the elbow or the like right like shoulder the armpit crease so their arms look goofy like it it was you know uh send your hate tweets to at Brian Breaker. no I don't even remember no I'm just kidding
0: <laughs> but uh at no, big no, underscore Bane what have I told at you at
1: big underscore Bane that's exactly my that's my Twitter handle big underscore Bane um they just seemed like fidget toys to me like they weren't action figures or a glorified cereal box because you would get like cereal toys like this mcdonald's toys Yeah. yeah yeah and i mean it was cool that they decided to you know throw you know i'm jumping ahead a little bit throw diesel in there because everybody wanted that Hasbro Diesel, so that they threw the collectors a bone there. But, like, I know we talked about this off air. I only saw these at KB Toys when I was working at Mavericks. Right. Never once saw them at Toys R Us. Never once saw them at a Walgreens or a Rite Aid where, you know, where people say, oh, I found them here. But, like, when I was at KB Toys, I always found something else that I wanted to buy, whether that was a Toy Biz Spider-Man figure or, uh, you know, Hasbro's or even when the Jacks came out. I just never gravitated to to this collection.
0: No, I agree. Um, They definitely were a unique line. I think another thing that hurt them is the fact that they were all in the same pose. I think had you went the LJN route, kept I, I I actually like the size of the figures and I like the cartoony look of the figures but had you went with the LJN route and maybe maybe pose them people would have liked them a little bit more because I remember having Razor maybe. Ramon and like you can't you can't even you can't I remember trying to pick his arms up to do like the, the pose he would do before the razor's edge. You can't really yes. do that. You can't really hoist him up over the shoulders and hold him. It's all just kind of like pretending. It's just like, I mean, I know what the uh, Hasbro can't
1: can't do the double thumbs,
0: right? Right. With the Hasbro, it was a little bit different. But that one arm would kind of come up, and you could kind of pretend it was the Razor's Edge, you know. So yes, different for sure. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of always been my thing on these. But uh, anyway, one one good thing uh, being the price point. Another really cool thing um, the the back had a. Cut out a uh, trading card with artwork on it.
1: Yes, it did.
0: And, and what was cool about that, too, is you could actually pop that card out and pull the figure out and kind of not, you couldn't put it back together, but you could slide the figure back into the box if you wanted to.
1: You absolutely could, because uh, sometimes those cards were even perforated to where you didn't yes. even have to cut them. Right. Like you could just, you know, Rip them and and take them across.
0: Definitely, and and, and again, the the two ninety nine price point was a was a great price point for these because, again, I I think of twenty twenty two. Can I could I have talked my mom into a twenty two dollar figure? Probably not. Absolutely not. A three dollar figure? Maybe. You know, like that's more doable. So it's kind of like those little Mario figures you collect. You know. When they're cheaper, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll grab one of those, you know, or whatever it might be. So, um, but again, like with anything else, it's cool that we had wrestling figures again. Hasbro was gone and it was nice to have something that, uh, that helped. I, I do know this. I do know like, which we didn't even touch on this yet, but New York Toy Fair was canceled again this year. That sucks. And are you still there? Hello?
1: Yeah, I'm here, man.
0: Okay. Uh, I was, sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um, what I was going to say is I saw a clip of them all showing these off at a toy fair. Yes. I've always heard toy fair was done for retailers to pick what they wanted to sell. I wonder if a lot of places kind of saw
1: these in past, maybe. There's a good chance. Like... uh I don't know. It's, uh, it's just hard to say like, yeah. cause it's, well, we need wrestling. We need wrestling. Right. All right. Well, what do we have for wrestling? We have bend Ugh. well, we still need wrestling. And like you said, the $3, two, $3, you know, fills the pegs and it gets, it fills that, that quota fills that inventory spot. So, yeah. Um, Maybe, uh, it, it like I said, I, I I don't necessarily know, but it's you know if you like them, awesome. Uh, you know, there there is obviously a market for them because the major brothers have restarted their own beddings right now. And I'll be honest, um,
0: I think those look amazing. I, I'm not going to get them because I'm not a I'm not a Bindi's guy, but I love the fact that these look exactly like the original bindis, And that's an always an issue I had with Mattel retro. They didn't look exactly like Hasbro. They look close, they right? were a love letter, but it was, to me, it was a little bit like old San Francisco toy maker or LJN, or even the new AEW LJNs. like,
1: mm, they're not really L- close.
0: They're you're close, but they're not the same.
1: Right. And, you know, kudos to them because I mean, let's be honest. They're, they, they, you know, ham fisted all of the all of themselves in the first series. You know, not no surprise there, right? But you know, series two has got Adam Bomb. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to be a a bendom and never was. Danhausen, right. uh, you know, everybody everybody loves the Danhausen. Everybody loves that Danhausen. So, uh, and like I said, obviously there are more people that. Uh, have a fondness of these than you and I Um, and uh, that's awesome Uh, and if you can show me something good other than mini stretch Armstrong and a uh, fidget toy I I, I like food toys now somebody sell me (laughs) on some Bendems
0: definitely well I also think before we dive into series one this might be the worst wrestling ring ever made
1: is the Bendems ring now, this is a this is bad, or the AWA ring that was basically all cardboard was bad too.
0: It was, um, but that actually had like the canvas on it, which oh, I thought that's true, which was cool. But this one doesn't even look like to scale, and I've never actually seen one in person besides the box. But it was like a carrying case as well. No, it did come with a paul bearer, which is kind of fun, but. The actual look of the ring I, to me looks awful.
1: I always remember seeing these next to those WrestleMania and Raw's war rings that we talked about with the mini figures, mm-hmm. like top stock at KB Toys on the top shelf. Like, yes, you looked up and it's like there they are. Always, well, yeah. I don't need Paul Bearer, but right, still kind of cool.
0: Sure, I mean definitely. Uh, and they, I know they've done like they did gift sets and stuff too. It's like the ring with Paul Bearer plus two figures. So,
1: and they even did like multi packs where he, I think, like it was always weird. Like Undertaker, Sonny, yeah, one Sid. of the New Age Outlaws, Sid, and like Farouk.
0: Yeah, it was sure. Just, I, I
1: don't even know. Yeah, just hey, this is what we have in Overstock. Throw them in a box and say they go together. Pretty perfect. Much, pretty much.
0: Well, um, let's dive into Series 1, shall we? So we start off with uh, the one you already mentioned, uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. He was as hot as ever in 1994, so WWE champion later part of the year, heading off as like the top guy in 95. It only makes sense that you start off with Diesel, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, great-looking figure. He's cheesing at you because he's smiling because he's happy. He beat Bob Backlund, and he's the champion, and – first diesel figure so really cool off the bat to see to see big d
0: we also get lex luger now i'm gonna throw another one at you uh lex luger had a hasbro but we never got usa lex so that's kind of crossing another one off isn't it
1: yeah uh lex was supposed to be in that ill-fated orange card series correct um but pretty cool seeing all-american lex i wish we would have got a lex express instead of a ring but you know beggars can't be choosers and i think that's probably one of the reasons i don't like bendy's is there was no lex express to go with uh all-american lex luger here
0: i need a bus give me a bus (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we also got uh brett the hitman heart kind of a staple there of course um a couple of variants here um when we say variants, I think maybe a factory error more than a variant. Kind of like LJN, right? Because it's just a paint and deco thing. But uh, Bret Hart, also top guy in mid-'90s, makes sense that he's in the first wave.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's Brett, And, you know, Brett's getting big. They, this is right when they start doing the... Bret! Go get like, him, champ. <laughs> right. So... Uh, cool seeing Brett like I said uh, there's a quote a, a purple and a pink Brett um, but I really just think it's it comes down to the paint that that was in there at the time
0: up fourth which also this I believe was in the first lines that had five figures they most of them until the end all were four figures per wave um, the first set had five of course so we also got um, Razor Ramon he's in his purple attire. Which, what's with the fascination with Razor and Purple? Hasbro had a Purple. Bendham's had a Purple. Jack's Classic had a Purple. Um, Mattel Defining Moments was a Purple. Why um, I
1: always Purple? I think that's just what he wore the most, or at least in...
0: Promo pictures? Like when
1: you, promo picture, or... You know, memorable moments, Razor, was, you know, if Razor wasn't in gold or the green. I mean, he was always in like a, a black or an offshoot of purple. So, But I always felt know. like he,
0: he did break out different colors pretty often. So I always thought that was weird that almost everything's always purple with him figure-wise.
1: I mean, there's really no other purple in the line. It's just a way to separate him to, to where he looks a little different. Than
0: that's possible. Yes, that's true. Red, white,
1: and blue. Lex, pink. Brett, and uh, all black. Diesel. So sure.
0: And then, of course, speaking of colorful, our last figure of the wave of series one, Doink the Clown. And uh, this was, to me, a really good Doink because he had the more traditional colors, the Hasbro missed on that I thought. This is the doink that I think most people remember. Um yes. Looks amazing. That's a Matt yeah. Very very cool. And another thing I want to throw out with all these figures, one of the coolest aspects I always thought on the carding was the image up in the corner with them bending the Bendham's logo. Yes. That, that that piece of art was always so good.
1: It was. And that was that was the staple for the Bendems line. Right. right? You know, hey, we're going to have them holding the Bindums logo, and it was always really cool. Um, I and it was also an easy way to see what was on the peg because you could just look at who was in that top left hand corner mm-hmm. and and see who who you had instead of taking everything off the peg and then going, I need this very last one. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, after diving all the way through series one, I feel like me and you aren't real high on this line. Um, I don't want people to think that we hate them. It's just, I think we're looking at it from playability purposes. If as display pieces, I think they're great. However, I don't think these probably display good, but I've never tried, but I feel like these would be, these would be hard to stand up. I don't know. Could be wrong. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, they're, they're beddoms, so there's not. A ninety degree angle for them to stand at, uh, at their ankle. Uh, the bottom of their feet are somewhat rounded, to where they don't stand. However, I I really got nothing. I just wanted to sound like, like the Fink there. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, like I said, if you liked it, you did. You know, it's not that we don't respect the line. It was just. Uh, even as a kid, like, I was getting Toy Biz Spider Man and Toy Biz X Men, because right. I didn't have to worry about, uh, or Toy Biz Marvel. I didn't have to worry about wrestling, so I could focus on starting lineups or, right. uh, it, it, other things. Like, it, I, I, I wanted to get other things other than a Bendy.
0: And that's such a good point because I think based on today, if someone's like, do you buy Mattel Elite? I'd be like, no, why not? It's not that I don't like them. There's other stuff I want more. And I think sometimes that's a, a factor, right? It's not that you didn't like these as much as you really wanted these new Spider-Man figures. Yep. You right? can only buy or so much, new- right?
1: Yep. Or new X-Men right. or, you know, it, it, it just... The, the ebbs and flows of collecting. So definitely, um, if you if you're a big Bindem's fan, awesome. If you're not, that's okay too. Uh, but you know, looking back, I think they look great. Yeah, I think I agree. they look collectible. Very I very with the price. Yeah, for their price, I wish I would have got more. But I know they just would have sat. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm glad
0: I didn't get them. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Well, Travis, right now is normally the time we would dive into our uh, our our quiz to see which one's going to be the next line. But since we're doing our polls on Twitter, this has already been decided for us. Uh, episode 42, we have our decision. Now, I don't know if you know the results of this, so I'm going to give you the four I... choices. And I'd like to get... What you would have picked if you were picking, and then we'll see what everyone else decided. Uh, choice number one was UFC Series Zero, which was interesting that Jax did that, but um, the other first wave was actually Series Zero. This is the 2010 line, after they lost WWE, of course. We got uh, Power Rangers, the Head Flippers, which was the uh, Bandai line where they morphed from like the actual character into the ranger. Uh, the DC Superheroes line, which comes with the uh, gold cards uh, from Toy Biz. Super fun. And finally, um, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Wave 2. So those were the four choices. Uh, what would you have gone with had it been up to you?
1: I would have gone with DC Series 2. Uh, DC
0: Series 1.
1: Or, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I meant that DC Series 1, which was essentially... Remolds of all bad remolds of all the superpowers, right? And kind of talking about you know what they did to with the molds and make them a little bit bigger to make them a little bit different. Right. Um, um, but that that's what I would have picked.
0: Oddly enough, that took fourth place in the polls. Um, fourth place was DC Superpowers or superheroes, excuse me, with twenty percent of the votes. Uh, next up was UFC Series 0, and I wasn't sure how that would do because how these were kind of fun, uh, not really, these never have moved. And I know Jazzwares did UFC again, and I, I I haven't seen anything new on that, so I don't feel like those move at all. Um, so that got 23%. Um, is, is it
1: me or is it harder to play with real fighting than it is fake fighting? Agreed. I said the F word. <laughs> uh, I have Never. Oh my gosh. Pre-scripted or like, I totally did not mean that in any insulting way, but you know what I
0: mean? Well, they all look the same. They're all in the same type of stuff. It's kind of like with street fighter. You have characters, you have special moves. It's different when you're trying to apply arm. Yeah. Like, so, right. It's, it's,
1: these went a while. I mean, you you punch, kick an arm bar. You, You don't pile drive in the UFC. Like, right. Is it, is it, are they that much fun to play with? So,
0: exactly. Um, a, a good idea. I just, it ultimately didn't last. Um, f- uh, second place um, was actually G.I. Joe Wave 2, which got 27%, leading to our winners at 30%. I mean, so it was kind of a squeak by victory, but Power Rangers, the head flippers. And I don't know if that's what they're Lisa. officially called, but that's what I've always called them. I love this line. These were my Power Ranger figures that I had. I thought they were great.
1: Uh, I'm excited to talk about them, but this was—I've never stopped collecting action figures per se, but this is like fifth grade, right at that awkward time where you're like, "Do I talk to my friends about my toys?" Yes. Or do—or or do we talk to about video games? Like right. At least that's where it hit for me. So this, like, early, early 90s stuff is, you know... It's not cool. Right, it wasn't. I, you know, I I want Power Rangers toys. Why do you want Power Rangers toys? We're we're grown-ups, or we're growing up. Yeah, but that's cool. Well, are you still a baby? No, 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 I'm not. So...
0: This might be where our... Because we have a few years between us. I mean, as adults, it's not a big deal. But, you know, if if you were in, like, fifth grade and I was in first grade, that would be a, a pretty so- solid difference, right? So it makes sense that these hit harder for me than they did for you in that regard. Because um, yeah. I know that was the big thing in school. Oh, Power Rangers are for babies. You know, um, speaking of that, when you were talking about that, it reminded me of a story. Nothing to do with Power Rangers, but I'm going to throw it out there because it's funny. I had a birthday party when I was like 12 at my house. There was like 10, 12 kids, you know, that I played, that I went to school with or played sports with. And we're all, you know, having our party. And it was a 90s party. You know, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff and we're playing all kinds of Sega, you know, just living it up. Well, I'm in the other room. I had actually just opened my presents. So I was kind of looking over all my presents, and I hear this just eruption of laughter.
1: So
0: I, yeah, so I walk in and I see one of the kids and he is bawling his eyes out, and he got pantsed and he was wearing Barney underwear. <laughs> and like, so obviously, like you get pants, that's like never a fun thing, right? And what's weird is in 2022, I don't even know if this is like how canceled you would be for this, right? But that was right. a thing back in the day. People got pantsed, right? I mean, it happened. Yeah. And so,
1: I mean, yeah, like,
0: (laughs) and so anyway, it comes to, he's wearing Barney underwear. They're all laughing. I'm not making fun of him, but I'm just, but of course he's like, my grandma bought him for me. My grandma bought him for me. You know what?
1: It's funny. Is like the first thing I was about to say was like. Maybe some out-of-touch grandma bought him some Barney underwear. for Christmas. Well, and,
0: and that led us to the, you know, that led everyone like, well, you didn't have to wear them, but I'm like, hey, man, we've all had those laundry days, right? Like, where it's like, hmm, guess I'm wearing the holy socks today because I didn't do laundry yet, or whatever. It might yeah, be. And, yep, and so yep. he's also twelve. He's not doing his own laundry, most likely. So his mom's doing it, I would imagine. I don't know, but it was just I felt bad for him, honestly, because he he just. You can't not laugh at that. I mean, even like years later, my dad was like, what was he thinking? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, granted, you don't think I'm going to be dropping my pants at this party. But, you know, again, looking at it from the landscape of 2022, this had been such a different situation because his mom would have been on Facebook talking about what these terrible boys did and at this party. And, you know what I mean? It would have been such an issue. but. At the time, it was just like, oh, you got pants. You know and what's funny? In a few weeks, no one even talked about it because it's not that big a deal. But it was just when you were talking about kind of kids making fun, that that, that story for some reason popped in my head, and I felt it worth sharing.
1: Well, if you want to get pants, <laughs> go to my 12th I, birthday. I, go to your 12th Get in that DeLorean. Get to 88 miles an hour. Go to Breaker's earliest 12th birthday. And yeah. You uh, you can see some Barney, Barney boxer briefs. They were the underoos, I believe. <laughs> oh. But boy.
0: truth be told, I didn't actually see them. Um, oddly enough, this was a Tiger Electronics thing. Do you remember those games that they made that were like a stick? And they, they didn't have many of them, but they were, it's like a Tiger game. And I don't know if it was actually made by Tiger. I think it was, it was like a super stick or something. It was shaped like a stick, but you played it that way. and Okay. Yeah, and so anyway, my dad was cutting it out of the clamshell because I wanted to check it out, and I was messing with it. That's when it happened. That's why I didn't see it, but yeah, so.
1: Interesting.
0: Quite the uh, turn of events that leads to someone wearing Barney underwear. <laughs> but anyway... <coughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go uh, that. I mean... Well, I mean, like, Power Ranger underwear would have just got got made fun of, too. I, I think anything. I had WWF underoos back in the day. I think those would have also gotten made fun of. The fact that you're that age wearing cartoon underwear of any sort, it's enough to get made fun of, even though I think it's awesome. Like, you know, I saw Batman boxer briefs at, at Walmart the other day, and I was like, ooh, those are nice. But <laughs> I'm not going to wear them, you know. But it's still... It's, it's kind of fun. But... Anyway, so uh, next week will be episode 42. It will be the Power Rangers, the Head Flippers. And, of course, we have some shout-outs, uh, as always, people we want to let people know about. Um, I'll start. Uh, of course, I always shout-out uh, our buddies over there are doing the favor, Eric and Barry. We love those guys. We love that show, so check out doing the favor. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven and Eric's, another go-to of mine. I love those guys as well. Super fun podcast. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a Chair Shot is another great show, and he kind of focuses on members of the Fig Life community. So if you're a figure fan, which I imagine you are, if you're listening to this show, you'll definitely enjoy his as well. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with a good friend of the show uh, Richard Yule and his friend Matt talking horror films. Catching up with my buddy Aaron and Aaron Anders and his friend Daniel talking movies from 2011, and of course, finally the one and only Jason Wolf uh, with his show Howlin' with the Wolf wolf's chop shop um he's just revealed the figure for january so it'll be a little dated when you hear this but it's a doozy man this is a deep cut type figure but i think this is going to be a super fun one i'm excited to see it painted i am too
1: uh and i'm glad that uh you inspector gadgeted it and figured it out
0: I'm a so genius. google is your friend
1: it absolutely you you won't have a calculator in your hands your whole life there breaker you'll have the entire world at the palm of your hands at any given moment to be fair
0: no one could have predicted that, <laughs> you know, that
1: like we would no, have a computer no. in our
0: pocket but yeah it happened. nobody would have nobody would have um, um but yeah great stuff um what about you got some shout outs
1: I do. I want to give a shout out to the uh, fully posable wrestling figure podcast. Uh, Jeff and Scott Toon. Uh, they cover any and all wrestling figures. G.I. Joe, uh, Aquanet Minute. Uh, check them out. Uh, as our buddy Eric Brown says, they're the OGs of the game. So, uh, check them out on uh, every Sunday. Uh, Scott has his side project over there with Eddie, the uh, Drunk Wrestling Figure Podcast, where they're not always right, but they're always drunk. Uh, Sidebar, their most recent episode, covered the uh, barbershop window, and uh, holy crap, that happened 30 years ago.
0: That still might be one of the best tag team breakups of all time.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember watching it live or well not live, but yeah, live on tape and uh, uh, Me too. Whew, 30 years ago. Mm, talk about wow. old. Well, what
0: uh, here's another thing too and I don't feel like this gets talked about as much. He, you know, he he does the kick, which is like, oh, they're done. But then he throws them through the window, which is huge. But the symbolic ripping of the magazine there's something about that that hit hard to me, I thought.
1: Oh, and that, you know, it's like, the the funny thing is, the magazine was like, it, it was a double spread, so you had Marty on one side yeah. and Sean on the other, and it's a rocky road ahead for the Rockers, or some stupid, like, not stupid, but right. pun-filled article title, but yeah, it was...
0: Rocky Road and for then, the Rockers or something, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it was something, some, but, uh, you know, hard to believe that that was 30 years ago, um, but it was, uh, they do a great show, check them out, uh, they're on about an every other Friday release uh, after that. We have our uh Thursday tag team partners, uh Drew and Caitlin Vinsel, uh Tales from the Estate Podcast. Uh Caitlin is back, back again. Uh got through that COVID. Glad to have her back. Absolutely. Uh you know, like I said, it it's it's definitely going around, so stay safe out there. Um up next we have uh Star Joe's. Uh, with Ryan, Chuck, Grub, and John. Check them out for any and all of your 80s property nostalgia. Uh, and then finally, I want to give a shout out uh, to Rock on the Open Your Toys podcast. Uh, they do a YouTube show as well as an audio. Um, and another special shout out to Rock. He just had this morning another surgery. So he's had like two or three surgeries in four weeks. So yikes, uh, shout out to you rock. Uh, you know, it's going to be a month from your surgery. So I hope you're okay. Now future rock from, uh, past Travis.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, get everything on the up and up and kind of get into recovery mode and all that good stuff. Surgery is never fun, obviously. Um, so yeah, definitely check out all those all those people. And finally, of course, Arachnaman. We got to throw that out there, right? If you want your own arachnoman, hit us up in the DMs. Let us know Hasbro scale. I believe you can do it in LJN scale, or if you're more of an elite fan, you can just get the head.
1: And uh, if anybody makes an elite Arachnaman. Let's see it because yes, God bless you and your patience.
0: It's it's going to be a complicated figure to paint, but it's a super fun DIY project. Or if you want to hit up someone who is good at painting, you can probably do that. Uh, it's super cool. I, I I'm looking at it right now. I love this. I love this guy. He's awesome. And um, you know what? There's more to come. When should we announce our next figure, Travis?
1: Um, I mean. I say we should, I mean, it's going to be February when this comes out. I I say we should probably do it uh, here in the next couple weeks, right before WrestleMania. We'll we'll have a, uh, like, right around WrestleMania release date. uh, We'll we'll, get 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 an official
0: date. We'll talk about that and figure it out for next week. Um, I will say this. Arachnaman's a deep cut. Our next guy or girl. Throw that out there is kind of a wishless item for a lot of
1: people, right? I think so, personally. Yeah, uh, he, she, it, uh, yeah, definitely. You, you've heard people talk about it, so right. I'm excited to 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 reveal number two.
0: Absolutely, we want to shout out anyone who's actually already picked one up. Thank you. Um, if you picked up a Ragna Man, Travis 3D prints them, so they're always available. Um, our catalog is going to can continue to grow? Easy for me to say. Uh, we've got a tag team coming, and we've got someone else coming, and some some collaborations as well. So we got a lot of fun stuff in the works. We're really excited about it. Um, and things keep pay attention to our Instagram at TBToyCast or our TikTok or Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we'll put it out there, and you can pick one up. It's great stuff, especially if you're a custom fan. It's it's a great addition to the Hasbro line and some really fun stuff. And then, of course, pick up our official T-shirt over at whatamaneuver.net. Search by uh, store for TB ToyCast. There's also a link in the show notes. And I think that's about all I got. So thank you guys for checking out the TB ToyCast, and we will see you in the toy aisle.
1: Take it easy.